This is a 980 CKNW podcast. It's that time in the morning where we check in with Rick Forchuk. Good morning to you. Good morning, Jill. Good morning. And in a couple minutes, we'll talk about shows that have been canceled. But first, uh, taking a look at movies opening this weekend. And Melissa McCarthy is back. She is indeed. The movie's called Life of the Party. Uh, McCarthy and her husband, Ben Falcone, scripted this comedy about Deanna. That's McCarthy's character here. A mother of a college-aged daughter named Maddie, played by Molly Gordon, who gets dumped by her husband, uh, Deanna does. And on the day that Maddie returns to school to finish her senior year, uh, they drop off the daughter, and Deanna's husband, uh, Dan, says immediately upon dropping off their daughter together that he wants a divorce, that he is seeing a realtor, played by Julie Bowen, and that his marriage needs an upgrade. Well, Deanna's floored, but by the end of the week, she decides to go back to school to her daughter's college and finish her senior year because she was forced to drop out 20 years earlier because at that time she was pregnant. So that's the setup, and the movie plays out like a series of scenes from a situation comedy, a pretty funny sitcom to be sure. McCarthy's slapstick comedy is broad and sometimes a little on the blue side, but she's perfect at all this since she wrote the part for herself. Now, what follows are all the things you might expect. Alcohol, marijuana, liaisons with very young men, and trouble with some of the in-crowd girls who don't think that somebody's mother belongs in college. There are two well-crafted reveals here that betray the skill of McCarthy as a writer and Hubby Falcone, who has a cameo as an Uber driver and who directed with a deft hand. Now, if you like Melissa McCarthy's work, you'll be more than happy with this film, which has a lot of laughs and is a perfect girls' night out or maybe a mother and daughter experience. It's a little naughty, but not so much as to be off-putting. It's rated 14A. That's Life of the Party. All right. Sounds uh, like a fun one. Uh, Breaking In. I had not heard of this one yet. Yeah, well, Mother's Day movie, uh, Jill. It's a very standard revenge movie in which almost every scene and every device has been borrowed from its forerunners over the years. Gabrielle Union is Sean. She's a mother of two who has to go to her late father's house to put it on the market as she's the executor of his estate. Dad, we learn, was a high-end criminal. There's something in the house that's very valuable, and at the same time that Sean and her kids arrive, a crew of ex-cons are one step ahead. The house is a high-tech place in the woods that's almost impregnable, and the baddies, led by Eddie, played by Billy Burke, snatch her kids, lower the metal shutters, and say they will do bad things unless Sean helps them get what they want. It becomes a suspense thriller as she tries to get her kids out safely, but each time she turns around, another bad guy is there to beat on her. Some things to remember here, Jill. Uh, When you think you've killed the bad guy, you have not. He comes back in the final act to do you in. When you think that everything's over, it's not. Something from the first act shows up, and if one of the bad guys has a good streak, a good heart, he's sure to be done in by his gang members. And if one of the gang seems to be a psycho, well, he is. Uh, This attempt at Supermom gets the heart thumping a time or two. Uh, There are many continuity issues in this movie. They're so obvious, it kind of spoils the flow. Sean, for example, escapes outside at night in the woods, barefoot, pursued by a baddie. Next, she's back in the house with shoes on and socks to boot. In another scene, she takes all the fuses out of the breaker box so the house is plunged into darkness. But moments later, the bad guys are switching on lights in the house trying to find the kids who have gone into hiding. 
Overall, it's very standard fare. It is watchable. I enjoyed it enough. Didn't love it, but it was okay. And given the relatively meager openings this weekend, it's probably worth taking in if you want a woman power heart stopper. That's a 14A rating. That's breaking in, Joe. All right. Uh, let's head over to uh, Netflix, and there's uh, a new film on Netflix. Yeah, Netflix original. It's called Gone Too Soon. It's current uh, from 2018. And the question it asks are is, uh, what do Rolling Stone's original member, Brian Jones, uh, Jimmy Henry, Hendrix, guitar player and singer, uh, Janis Joplin, The Doors' Jim Morrison, grunge rocker Kurt Cobain, and singer-composer Amy Winehouse all have in common, other than the fact that they're dead musicians and singers. Well, the answer, they all died at age 27. What is the mystique behind that age, behind that number? This film includes interviews with friends, co-workers, and people who knew each of those who joined the 27 Club, as it looks for an answer to the question of that age. Why then? Why so many? Brian Jones died in 1969, Amy Winehouse in 2011, with all of the others in between. Interesting topic, interesting film. That's gone too soon. It's rated 14A. It's on Netflix, Jill. All right. And also a film from 2009. Yeah. Did you hear about The Morgans? Uh, This one's uh, making the rounds on Netflix right now. It's got a good cast. It's a funny movie. And for one that received terrible reviews when it was released, it went on to make a great deal of money because despite the critics' opinions, audiences just loved it. It's a dramatic comedy that stars Hugh Grant and Sarah Jessica Parker as a couple whose marriage is on the rocks and are on the verge of divorce, and it offers an interesting change-up. On the streets of New York, they witness a murder, one in which organized crime is involved. In the blink of an eye, they are now in the witness protection program, they have new identities, and they're living in the small town of Ray, Wyoming. Well, it isn't long, though, before the mob finds out their whereabouts and comes looking. Sam Elliott and Mary Steenburgen stars the local sheriff and his wife, whose job it is to keep the Morgans safe. Uh, too late for that now, though. 14A rating. Did you hear about the Morgans? That's on Netflix. All right. And over on uh, Crave TV? Yeah, The Wizard of Lies. Uh, this one's from last year. Robert De Niro was nominated for a Golden Globe and for a primetime Emmy for this biopic on the rise and fall of Bernie Madoff, the New York investment manager who stole billions from his high-profile clients. The largest fraud in U.S. history at $65 billion, it took years to unwind the details and to sentence him, but hundreds of people's life savings disappeared forever. Michelle Pfeiffer is excellent as Bernie's wife, Ruth, who spent considerable time with the real Ruth Madoff while researching this role. It's a production of HBO, the ratings 14A, that's The Wizard of Lies on Crave TV. All right, that one sounds interesting, definitely. Uh, We'll head on over to television, and you have a a growing list of shows that are not coming back. Yeah, and it's growing by the moment. So I'm going to go down this list. Many of these shows, Joe, people will say, huh, I don't even know what that is, (laughs) because there are so many things to watch on television, streaming services now, that it's impossible for one person to stay in the game. But here's what's gone to date. Uh, The series Scorpion, Last Man on Earth, Superior Donuts, Valor, The Brave, Deception, Taken, Rise, The Crossing, uh, Kevin, uh, probably saves the world, Living Biblically, Designated Survivor, The Exorcist, Lucifer, Kevin Can Wait, 9JKL, and The Mick. And gone for just 24 hours was Brooklyn Nine-Nine. And I know you want to talk about that a little bit. Well, I was fascinated. So I heard that Brooklyn Nine-Nine and The Mick had been canceled. And I actually like both of those shows. And I'm a bit sad The Mick didn't get the same kind of treatment. But with the backlash of Brooklyn Nine-Nine, as you know, it's now been picked up again. 
Yes, it has. Now, it's you'd think it's social media that's totally responsible, and there is a small part of that. But this is really a Michael Campbell kind of business story. Um, that, that show, Brooklyn Nine-Nine, was on Fox. It's produced by Universal. Uh, Fox does most of its own production. Uh, the Mick, for example, was a Fox production. Uh, Last Man on Earth, which followed it, was a Fox production. Uh, Fox is in the process now of being sold. Either Disney or perhaps Comcast, which is owned by NBC, is going to wind up owning Fox. So, Brooklyn Nine-Nine, with its uh, ties to Universal, was picked up by NBC because it's an in-house kind of production. And the business side of it uh, was more about the pickup than the social media side of it. And this is going to be an ongoing business story. It's a very interesting one, but it's really complicated. (laughs) But for fans, all fans need to know is it uh, will have, it will survive for a season six. Yes. And Tim Allen's Last Man Standing, which was canceled last year, uh, is going to come back as well. And that's because of the success of Roseanne among right-wing Republican-style conservatives in the U.S. Tim Allen espoused the same kind of values. He is coming back, back after a year off. All right. Now, can we just get somebody like Netflix or somebody else to pick up the mic? Well, it's possible. It's always possible because uh, there are so many outlets now that there's always a possibility something like that will happen. All right. I'll have to start my own uh, social media campaign. Yes, never hurts. <laughs> Does not. Uh, you have some season finales uh, tonight as well. Yeah, three series wrap their seasons up tonight. Uh, Lucifer, the supernatural devil drama, wraps up season three with a shocking death. Uh, also, it's been canceled, so it wraps up its entire season. Uh, Genius Junior, with its precocious kids, finishes season one. And the time travel drama, Timeless, is all done with season two and probably its final season. Official word hasn't come down yet, but it's likely to be gone as the team plans to disrupt the Civil War. Uh, Tonight on CTV for Lucifer and NBC for Genius Junior and for Timeless, Jill. All right. uh, Lots happening in the TV world. Rick, on that note, we will talk to you again next weekend. You bet. Thanks, Joe. Thank you. That is Rick Forchuk joining us every Sunday morning, letting us know what's happening in theaters as well as uh, the small screen. And uh, good news, as uh, Brooklyn Nine-Nine fans will have their show not canceled, it uh, will be around for another season. You've been listening to a 980 CKNW podcast. Listen live at cknw.com, the Radio Player Canada app, Tune in Amazon Alexa HD radio at 101.1 FM HD2 and on the AM dial 980 CKNW.